0: Welcome to the fire again. It's good to have you here. I would like to share with you a piece. It's the first piece in my book, Lyric of Silence, a poetic telling of the human soul journey. This book is filled with stories and visions and musings and wild wanderings. These pieces don't have titles. Again, this is the first piece in the book, page 11 on this this softcover edition of Lyric of Silence. And the story, the story begins. Blinding white snow serves you sunlight on glinting fields of frozen flakes. Your weight crunches this vast array of snow dishes fallen from sky's pantry, punctuating each of your sluggish steps. Your shocked lungs gasp for scant oxygen in an atmosphere not made for breathing. Thoughts race through your teetering mind, like children in the deep woods, deliriously wanting to be lost in a tangent. Your body has already decided that you left your senses back at a far lower altitude many miles before. It searches for a suitable rock on which to surrender. You have never been more alive. Friend, you are a traveler. On failing souls, you have traveled Tibetan valleys in their lushness of wildflowers, rivers, and pines. You ascended the plateaus with their assertive winds until this high alpine of snow leopards and infrequent shrubs, this secretive life of slopes and hardness swirling. You have arrived under swelling moon in a personal season of rebirth and reckoning. So many moons have passed in your life, and yet still your heart thrums daily, pleading, please, more moonfuls of light. You have come from your life of great intentions, your flattening of life's rich circles into an impotent linearity occupied with tasks and goals, a linear sleepwalk that completely misses the luscious river curves and pockets where treasures are buried in the damp soil of unmanicured banks. You have come here, to Himalaya, with your prized collection of security blankets, each stale with fear and faded of color. Over years you took your life of flowers and fashioned it into a field of worry weeds. Now you have come thirsty for soul water, and like a divining rod your body has pointed you up a mountain, this mountain. You can taste the water waiting in this ground, even as the heights steal your sobriety lifting you into a drunkenness sufficient to impair your long obsession with the great ghost control. And so, willing one foot and then the next, you climb. You round a path lined in slate rock walls. A gust blasts, a gust blasts your frozen face, as if an initiation ritual. For a moment, Exhaustion threatens to swallow you whole. The tears clear from your eyes. You regain myopic vision. Your entire biology pauses, and you see it. There before you, at the foot of a high slope, is a tea-house, singular and mute. Its skin is stone, interweaving roof shingles of tired wood and corrugate. Many paths lead here to this buoy shack inset on a towering ocean of rock, paths folding always into a single arrival. Outside the tea house, prayer flags ruffle their dowry in the sharp glacial wind, guardians protecting this place, or perhaps beacons drawing souls like you near. Beside this shelter, a moon-faced boy dark mystic mountain lakes for eyes draped in maroon and saffron robes moves a hand across prayer wheels his hand a flock of cranes skimming copper water a prayer for what might swim beneath the surface of unspeaking day you approach the tea house door numb knuckles knock your breath dances away as mist The door of your lifetime opens. Tea House hostess looks out at you. Her face is this earth, high and broad, cracked and lined in old roads curving along steep cliffs and tenuous passes. Her cheekbones like land, a glacier crossed, pushing its sharp weight and crystal deep into her rose sable skin embedding all the richness of caravaned life that a glacier cannot help but to transport. Her face is this earth, red and ruddy and personified, frozen and yet still gleaming warmly with sun's affection. Her long black braids are the outcomes of ancestral looming. Generations of thick fingers have oiled and parted these locks, Her own hands might pass for the roots of trees. They have touched just as much life as do roots drawn, heat and stew into a slow parade of bodies. She is, this mountain, a mineral summit who rises and walks each morning to the faithful bucket and well that she is, to draw herself as water for the old teapot Serving herself, stewed with flowers, to what beyond-mountain travelers may come through the splinter-hided door. Your smiling hostess invites you in. Now, shoeless, you seat yourself on a carpet-covered bench. Room's interior warmth rushes over your life's permafrost that begins to thaw and drip and burn in strange relief. Wood fire deep in ash utters delicate blue flames. Carpets and baskets carouse the floor, sprawled out like lazy animals in sun shafts. His holiness smiles cherubically at you from a gold-framed photo on the wall. Wildflowers sit in a cup drawing water. A faint memory flutters in you, but does not take flight. Hostess offers fat, steamed dumplings, and thin pea curry. Her own family will eat water, and so what Sampa, oats, that night. Yet she is no less pleased to feed you, for a well-attended visitor leaves karmic blessings in appreciation. She drowns you in endless wooden bowls of hot, salty butter tea, your chapped lips mollified. As your belly bloats, she is very quiet. Though when she looks at you, the awakened candles in her eyes say all the words you have been missing from your life. Floorboards creak. Wind whistles through walls. Rafters blackened with smoke residue carry fables told in thin amber lines etched by the invisible but only when travelers are not present to break the code. Wooden cups and bowls occupy the pantry. Wooden cups for wisdom. Tea kettle whistles again. Hostess brings singing bowls to pitch. Metal elements are joined in music. At this high hum, a memory wakes in you of a time before the mountain when your soul was clean you taste briefly now in memory what a pure moment tasted like then abruptly the memory vanishes rolled away in fear's avalanche your attention is back in the tea house long still grasping at altitude thighs burning at the miles climbed hands stinging as they thaw by the fire you daydream forward To what you desire, the ample valley beyond this mountain, the absoluteness at the mountain's peak. A courage gathered like firewood by the accomplishment of summiting this frozen giant. Orchards ripe with validation and affirmation, endless rows of ritual drums, booming their permission for you to finally be you, be you in your heart. Be you in your thoughts. Be you in your submission to this mystery. Now you pass out on the tea house floor, in a light delirium filled with kaleidoscope colors. Your spirit has been lifted in the talons of a great eagle. You are captured prey, swept through far above atmosphere. You are captured by birth's retrieving talons, torn away from solid earth and fluid illusions, hastily introduced to flying, to immersion in air, to helplessness that you never knew could feel so complete. Smoke rises from the tea house, reaches you above clouds, above your prior blindness. Smoke enters you, laughing. Its voice is the hostess, amused by you, Smoke of transformation enters you. Now you are falling from the top of sky. Free and falling, smoke choking off all access to what you breathed and lived off all your life before. You land softly on a whispering bush in an endless valley, the acres of ceremonial drums still booming. You walk the furrows, pulling up drums like stalks of sweet corn They are huskless and roasted, ready and willing to be eaten. You eat drums. You eat drum beats. Now their booming permission for you to be lives inside you. Your own heartbeat is your self-permission internal, no longer pining for externality. You walk along a stream to a clearing in the woods. There, beneath a tree so tall, That it is a ribbon hanging from sky, or a jewel strung around the neck of universe. Beneath this unbelievable waving tree is the tea house. You knock on the old door. Hostess answers, smiling her face of red earth, laughing her roll of hillside. Her two palms with fingers like ten roots bound as though to be burned like sage for smoke-smudge cleansing. Her two palms joined together in ancestral namaste. Bowing to the divine in you, she offers you all the food she possesses. Boja summa, salty butter tea that the yaks utter blessed. And some simple biscuits from a brittle package served on chipped china that is her proudest possession. You enter, passing under the low door sill, built for shorter bodies and smaller egos, looking back once over your shoulder at the bright cascade of creation that waits for you. Sitting down on a worn blanket spun on familial loom, you extend your compacted, tender body, stretching ecstatically, to your full length warm wooden cups soothes your stiff hands a tree gave itself for you you drink giving yourself in communion one day maybe you will become a tree you look through kettles steam lifting over abbreviating flames darting in drafts of tango crescendoing in language of fire Through this steam that bathes open your pores, through this gracious water veil, hostess looks back at you with her awakened candles for eyes. You see that silently she wears your face. Now it dawns in you. You are hostess. Serving yourself, hosting yourself, laughing at your peculiarity and wanderlust. Floorboards creak. Windows let through just enough of wind's draft to keep you listening to what this day has scripted. Inside your heart, permission beats a steady B. You turn inside out. Your spirit becomes form. Your form wears spirit for skin. You walk a body of light, breathing the mountain, ascending the elevation of air. You have left the tea house and found the tea. Without a sound, all that marinates in your life, all that creation imagined of you in its deepest dreaming, enters you hot and steaming and stewed perfectly, awakens your cells and leads a revolt. You are ready to be served in wooden bowls, and to live a life worthy of stories, to be told by the lips of prayer flags, waving, and served along with a proper pot of tea. Thank you for listening and receiving and feeling this story. Your story. From my book Lyric of Silence, a poetic telling of the human soul journey. I see you next time around the fire. Be good to yourself. Know that you are loved and you are love and you are a beautiful thing. I see you and I feel you. Today, may the joy in you sing, sing. Sing.